listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I miss the old Kanye. Straight from the gold Kanye. Chop up the soul Kanye. Set on his goals Kanye. I miss the new Kanye. The bad, I mean, I hate the new Kanye. The bad news Kanye. I mean, bad mood Kanye. Always rude Kanye. Spazzing the news Kanye. I miss the sweet Kanye. Chop up the beats Kanye. I gotta say, at that time, I'd like to meet Kanye. See, I invented Kanye. It wasn't any Kanye's. And now I look around and look around and there's so many Kanye's. I used to love Kanye i used to love kanye i even had the pink polo i thought i was kanye what if kanye made a song about kanye called it i missed the old kanye man that be so kanye that's all it was kanye we still love kanye and i love you like kanye loves kanye, kanye. hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen live on a saturday which means it's feedback time mm-hmm. getting started a little late today a little bit in the afternoon mm-hmm. i got a deep tissue massage and it was everything and i got legends of zelda Link's awakening and it was everything it, yeah it sure was because uh i i seen you had got it and uh, i've been staring at that shit since it first came out and i was like i don't know shit about it i seen you got it. i was like okay cool cool cool, cool. i can play it now it's great i love it yes uh anyway it's feedback time it's time for us to talk about all the stuff you had to say about all the things that we said throughout the week um you can leave feedback a bunch of ways uh you can leave voicemail 704-557-0186 just make sure they're two minutes or less or you will get cut off you can leave us emails the black tips at gmail.com you can leave comments and votes and polls and stuff on our website the black com, which uh is easy there um and oh wait did i say the emails are blackgowtips at gmail.com just want to make sure i said that at gmail um and you can donate to the show you can give us money by going to the blackgowtips.com look on the right hand side and say hey i'm trying to give these people some money you know i'm trying to hook them up i want them to be able to do something every week um also you can uh and you can also donate once a once you know a month or whatever or just one time whatever you want to do any amount we don't care um also i have changed the premium rss feed password um and updated our guest spots it goes out in a blog post everybody subscribe to the blog which is something you can do on the front page put your email address mm-hmm. in and you get an email that updates you however you can set it however much you want if you want to every time you make a new post to be updated if you want once a week a recap you can get that um but uh yeah if you're premium you check your rss feed make sure you have the newest password um log into your account on our website the blackoutist.com log in go to the blackoutist.com slash premium the premium page scroll to the bottom in blue writing is the new password just trying to keep everybody honest on their toes and stuff uh it's been almost probably a year since i changed that thing i, I really am supposed to change it every month but you know i, I get you know i'm like uh eh, it's close enough you know maybe somebody's going through a hard time <laughs> you know enough but uh i'm gonna try to keep it more updated um just to keep everybody uh you know subscribed and stuff um so yeah if you have any issues with that email us the blackouttips at gmail.com some people they you know forget their password uh the connection between paypal and their account uh the spaz is out for some reason let me know i'll manually go in there and fix it just uh shoot me an email and i'll walk you through the steps if you maybe you just don't know how to use an rss feed yeah you're not sure how to copy and paste it and all that stuff i, I can walk you through that too i didn't either y'all i but there's there's instructions on there but i if, you, if that's not good enough i can walk you through it as well all right let's talk about the people who gave us money okay my favorites 
home to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. New day, new cash. Let's talk about the new people that's donating. Uh, Jeff with the recurring donation. Thank you, Jeff F. Palmetto Stone Magic. Thank you as well. Uh, Alfonso M. We appreciate you, Alfonso. Lindsay B. Thank you, Lindsay. We got a brand new recurring donator, James C. Thank you, James. Go to the new members class with Conrad. Yes. Autumn W. Thank you very much. My favorite time of year. Uh, Joy M. Thank you so much. Damian Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Thank you so much for your recurring donation. David C. Thank you as well for your recurring donation. We appreciate you. We do. Damian R. We appreciate you, Damian R. Uh, I believe we got a one-time donation from Marlon M. Thank you very much, Marlon. We appreciate you. Nicola C. Left us a one uh, of a recurring donation. Uh, Professor Bambi, who's out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, or maybe she she was in ICU, so she's moving out. Like she, we, we was using our thoughts, girl. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know when you're gonna hear this. If you're hearing it right now, or whatever, but just know that we we think about you and we're glad that you're okay. Same. Uh, Jason F, thank you so much. Uh, I suppose to put it on the sick and shirt end list. I guess I don't know what uh, yeah, the kind of church say, works. Yeah, put your prayers up for Doctor Bambi. Okay, uh, Kevin W, uh, our girl Falcons Diva. Donna W, thank you so much. Felicity F, Derek W, Grace N, Zachary N of the uh, Living uh, Corporate Podcast. And that's everybody. Thank you so much for all the people that took the time out to donate. Yes. We appreciate y'all. I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile. Smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. I show sure I hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Smile for me. Can you just smile for me? Whatever you're in right now. All right, all right, all right. Let's do these five star reviews. We got three of them on iTunes for the regular feed and one for the sport movie reviews. Yay! Best podcast ever by Yamali, who says five stars. The Black Altis is fun, fun and enlightening. Listening to Rod and Karen is like listening to two friends you haven't seen in a while uh or hanging out with at a barbecue at the barbecue their humility and genuine vibe makes me tune in as much as i can this is a must listen thank you thank you uh first review this is by sexy lynn who says five stars i've been listening to you guys for some time now this is my first review i know i know it's okay hmm when you put like this whenever you come baby it's on time whenever you mm-hmm. decide i want to put a review in it is on time okay we are dry ruling ashanti it's always on time uh i love i love the segments i often catch myself humming the different songs on my desk you'll have y'all have gotten me through some of the my toughest work days thank you and don't change a thing oh i, I ordered some pumpkin spice latte deodorant and it's fire yes mm. come to the pumpkin side i love it 
so many things out there that's pumpkin-y that's just delicious mm-hmm. pumpkin spicy to be frank but uh close enough uh that mitch says i got five on it ow five stars it's me again leaving another five stars this show gets me through my long days at work and helps me ignore my co-workers love y'all thank you thank you we appreciate you looking out for us and giving us that five stars um now if you leave of uh, you can what it allows you to do is update your five star review but uh so it doesn't count as a brand new review but we appreciate the love anyway mm-hmm. maybe some new shit is happening you love the show even more than you did when you first left it come on maybe you just want to let us know hey i still love the show so we'll take it and lastly we got one five star review for the spoiled movie reviews on itunes this is by sid vicious who says love these five stars thank you for doing these reviews you've helped me fall in love with going to the movies again oh that's what's up i love to hear that mm-hmm. going to the movies are not favorite experiences you mm-hmm. know you know for me i know it's a low-key kind of thing to do these days you know it's not like you turn up it's not like you know get drunk at the bar or whatever but I, I always love the experience of going to the movies and watching something and um you know especially taking it in with uh karen knowing that hey we're going to talk about this when we get home and review it and stuff it's it's a dope feeling and i'm glad we can inspire that in folks and um especially with the way we do reviews where we're not just trying to pile on a review or mock everybody that disagrees with our point of view right and and also like roger said going to the movies it's literally our pastime like we me and roger been going to the movies since we've been teenagers and i i think one of my favorite because i love like the the more modern stuff like the avengers and and all that type of stuff and they will always be some of my all-time favorites but i will never forget us going to actually see the very very first blade in fedville because for some reason that was very vivid to me because i think we were very we were so excited about seeing it and and it ended up living and surpassing all our expectations mm-hmm. and i think that and i remember when yeah when we went to go see the matrix one in the movie theaters and the biggest reason why i remember the matrix one was because it came out like on my birthday or my birthday weekend like the very very first one and when they did the previews and all that shit, I was like, oh my gosh. I remember the first time they did it, it was like when the screen went black afterwards, I looked at Roger like, are we going to see that, right, my nigga? Like, it's, we get excited about going to the movies. Um, and I know technology and things have changed. A lot of people rather watch at home. That's cool. But some experiences are literally meant to be in the movie theater and you can't duplicate it at home. No matter how big your TV is, there's some experiences you cannot duplicate at your house. Yeah, and a lot of movie reviews and, and you know, podcasts that talk about movies, it's almost like going to the movies is a chore for them. And I don't know if it's just because they feel the need to see everything or just they just really don't like that experience in general, but they keep doing it but it always kind of you know it's like well i guess i gotta listen to you complain about a movie for 20 minutes like i you know i can and even when we don't like a movie it's kind of like okay but let's talk about the things we did like the things we didn't like let's talk about what people may have may have enjoyed what they might not have enjoyed like let's not just reduce it to shitting on it you know yeah yeah too and also uh I, I over the years just me listening to different people do their reviews sometimes your frame of mind matters and how you feel when you enter the movie theater and people don't think about that if you're already tired or you're already exhausted like there's other factors and sometimes i come out in the reviews where you go oh if you had would have rest or opted not to go the review may have been better possibly you just never know 
uh falcons diva left a comment on our episode 1970 regular black which is a feedback episode rod you spoke a word today i too am guilty of refusing to extend grace to myself the same grace i extend to countless others knowing the shit i've been through i can be so hard on myself for the decisions i make but then i'll turn around and make up all kinds of scenarios and excuses when others screw up yep i mean y'all heard it on the show man like when we talk about these news articles man i i'm not saying i'm the only one but i know a lot of times when we talk about these news articles i'm not in the majority of opinion because i'm like well i can kind of see how this thing got to this point and people hate that now like people really would rather you just be like fuck this person or this person is the greatest like there's no in between anymore it's just all fucking like one extreme versus the other extreme and that's the only fucking way that you can get any like traction the only way that you're gonna get the 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 attention and stuff like that to stand out from everybody else and i don't know man i just feel like not that i'm never like that but there's just so few situations that really require a hundred percent like one way or the other and so y'all hear it when we do the show and we talk about like someone that like that girl who essentially told uh her boyfriend at the time to kill himself and you know that's like turned out to be a long segment on the show because i'm like i don't even know if that's a crime like is what should be illegal about that like all this different stuff and i had to go through it in my head and i was extending all these different read like maybe it's this maybe it's that most people hear that story and they go fuck that bitch and that's literally the end of it they're not going to possibly like that she's terrible the end and so i do that for all kinds of people terrible people and then let me make one mistake let someone be upset with me in some any type of way and i'm really going through it over and over in my head like how can i fix this or what what is their perspective on this and how how does that make me the bad guy and i'm 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 accepting their version of events and all this shit and i don't know when it kicked in but a couple years ago i think it's because partially because you know turn to 40 blah 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 but also partially because i'm getting used to all this attention we get from the show and learning how to regulate it and i'm being like nah i i don't owe you shit you're not entitled to my life you're not entitled to my point of view yeah i'm i don't i don't have to um act in the only in the way that you would approve like that's not what my job is i'm i'm trying to put out a quality podcast i'm trying to be um authentic at all times to myself and, and and the people around me but yeah there's no level of ownership that you have over me and there's no level of ownership that you know because my friends don't even treat me that way and i'm letting people do that to me you know and i and i yeah and i realized like why am i never extending that same level of like well maybe it was this to myself so i'm going to start doing that and i have been doing that and my life has been so much fucking better because i'm like yeah my my point of view is just as valid as somebody else's yeah and there's something we talked about the other day some of that black and white shit is only on the internet and a lot of people spend a lot of time on the internet and they they have a skewed and warped view of shit truth be told and they think fighting and fussing in black and white is everything even in real life it's everything you like nah the real world don't function like that most of these people going black and white if you was to ask them individually without their friends and buddies and pals and people saying they reach to most people have nuances about a lot of shit but on the internet everything got to be goddamn black and white yeah so um <clears throat> i'm working on it though and i'm glad you're starting to embrace your inner bad bitch or rather we are embracing our inner bad bitch come through 
also god bless you for reading those long ass cultural appropriation comments i i couldn't make it through that one but the rest i made it through i knew you were going to get them as soon as you said don't write in they don't be listening that's cultural appropriation people are like they just don't even give a fuck you say the words and they start they just start typing it's like and then what they saying normally is not something you didn't think of and not anything new it's just sometimes you be done addressed it they don't yeah it. it's just their personal set of point of view and i'm like right. that's my whole point it's all personal it's I can't, all subjective like there's some motherfucker that think yes jules and iggy azalea ain't a problem there's somebody out there that's black too black as you and me that's out there like no i don't see why y'all got a problem like none of this shit is uniform because we're not a monolith right uh really dark night says i'm glad that i listened to all the shows this week before i made a comment on the feedback show during the feedback show you said that people were judging both of john's family for his forgiving and hugging amber geiger that is true and we were trying to get these jokes off uh so when i tweeted that i'd haunt my sister if she hugged my killer i meant that shit you expanded on your thoughts on tuesday's show but there was one constituent that you didn't mention i think and that got me the most heated out about this whole trial that was white republican officials and media who did the most fuck shit and then ran up on twitter to tell everyone that this 19 year old was a great example of being a christian nigga this absolves them of their own fuckery and the dallas pd and they all get to wash their hands and pretend it's all over this can't be the expectation of the family of the next black person killed at the hands of the police for just breathing um that was only one of the frustrations with this trial you covered the rest piece uh well i did briefly mention that but i i'm telling y'all something and uh sometimes i I don't talk about these things in my analysis of events because i i really think it's a given and it should be the baseline for all these discussions um and i normally i rarely give advice but i'll just tell you what's brought me peace in my life and maybe y'all can apply to yours stop giving a fuck about what racist white people are gonna do with with this shit stop it is to me it's the same it's a it's the same kind of respectability but just a different lens of it because you're still centering our humanity around what the fuck white people think racist white people with that not even the like well this is a well-meaning white person that might get it one day those fucking republicans hate your black ass so whether that boy hugged her or not they will they were gonna find a way to 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 take that outcome and be like you happy niggers you got one damn you know that's what it was gonna be so i don't want the next black family even thinking about both of them john or even thinking about how the racist white people gonna use their image i want them to be able to be human in the moment that they are grieving and that to be the only fucking thing that matters because that's all that should matter like it should not be the weight of the race on the individual who has been victimized by white oppression man it just should not be that way and if we turn respectability into well now you gotta be militant and say fuck you and 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 you can't i i, I don't forgive now then that's just as uh that's just as much a glass box as the you have to forgive the only thing you have to do is stay black and die come on nah. that's it man like i don't want to see it, none of us should be worried about like we have to stop making that a point of conversation around racism what will racist not well-meaning ill-intentioned white people do we have to stop doing that because there's not a right answer we've been trying to solve that fucking rubik's cube for 400 years in this country whatever we do is gonna be wrong 
if you wear a suit you're wrong if you wear your pants sagging you're wrong if you forgive you're wrong if you're angry you're wrong if you march you're wrong if you riot you're wrong if you protest silently with on one knee during the fucking super bowl you're wrong you're always wrong because they think you being black is wrong so no i don't i didn't bring that up on purpose like like i i did address that there will be people using it but i just barely brought it up because it just don't fucking matter they are evil vile racist motherfuckers that think i saw this black man hug a cop so uh you you niggas better get in line they weren't they weren't really gonna do it anyway you see what i'm saying he could have gave it a middle finger he could have fucking kissed her and on the mouth and said i love you and none of it would have changed a fucking thing for the next shooting and there will be a next one because there's always a next one um so that's how i feel about it karen were you gonna say something Mm -hmm. all right felix says just wanted to say i love how rod says bruv the tone you get when you say it just makes (laughs) makes me smile man love y'all thanks felix uh yeah i don't know uh anything about how to talk uh british Mm -hmm. uh, as you guys can tell like I, i don't even practice it i don't watch enough british uh tv, TV to TV really either. do a good imitation i i'm supposed to get into top boy i heard that's really good so maybe i'll get into that and okay be able to do some justice to the do you want the smoke bruv um <laughs> discussion <laughs> i just i just love certain phrases that come over from yeah there. that's a very unique phrase you know i love i also love like uh like lady uh what is it lishore whatever her name is lishore the woman that um had that rap was that, that, that what was the name that 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 brush your teeth rap oh what was the name of that shit oh uh, but yeah that like i love that oh rap. that brush your teeth yes yes like that was like that's the extent of my british black slang it's just from and that was a bop too lady lee sure i think it's her name or something like that and uh and you know people being and and uh of course my and then of course my favorite thing to say in a british accent is actually uh it cracks me up i i I put it on um instagram and stuff at the time but it didn't really take off but my favorite thing to say was when 21 savage they found everybody found out he was from uh not from america he was from britain or whatever and uh i I was just looking to the camera and was like 21 savage (laughs) that's my favorite thing to say i don't know why that cracks me up i'm not even saying i'm not even saying that it uh this is where it sounds yeah yeah i'm not even saying that it's so i don't know why i got tears in my eyes just thinking about it man but 21 savage is i just wanted him to say that after all these years of rapping like you know from a down south atlanta person and no i'm not accusing him of uh of uh cultural appropriation Mm -mm. but i'm just saying i wish he would have just like flipped it all the way like the next time they interview him like the next time he had a song come on instead of being like 21 21 21 21 21 21 savage i would be like oh shit turn up Oh man. Hold it down like a snapchat. Yes. Go over your head like a snapback. Uploaded a pic, no but tap that. And your flow so old. Run, run that. Just run that. Yeah. I'm way too much like a black cap. I boss. Why you stop chatting in the club for? That's fine. Like your family. Your family. Your family. And your girl better than. I'm on the roads, caravan. Let me do this fast, Ramadan. Cause Let me go hard. I'ma keep it short, paragraph. Yeah. Queen Zee, Shama Rain, and a rap. Hey. Take it off Israel, Nazareth. Oh Jesus, oh Lord, oh Jesus. 
Ah, oh, that's my shit. But uh yeah, that's all I know about British black people. Sorry. Oh, that's that I love that song. That song go hard. Oh man. Anyway. Uh let's get to uh the poll. Do you dance when no one is around? Yes and only then. Yes, and I dance when people are around too. No, I never dance. B <laughs> all the time. All right. Uh and yes, I dance only when people aren't around. So it's like a tree falling in the woods and nobody's around to see it. Nobody but me um and uh no i really i dance may when you're not here i really go in oh lord so, um uh no i never dance six percent 65 percent dance all the time with people around when any any time mm-hmm. and then people that dance like me when no one else is around 29 percent dancing by myself i just like to dance Amon says i love dancing i just read a study that says dancing can help with your memory which is why i think kids often try to stop their parents dancing they're trying to get us to forget it's a conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> sofa king says not only no but hell no brooklyn shube says i don't dance around my kids because they get embarrassed but i dance at work in my house and sometimes while waiting for the train mostly it's my little old uncle two step and spin uh black steve says y'all know i ain't shy i'll cut a damn rug yep felix says still recovering from a video of me dancing in my 12th birthday being shared around school and me being made fun of for for years so i have trouble getting comfortable dancing in public sadly that's sad steve i had a similar experience i was break dancing well i call myself break dancing for my uh family with my cousins and i broke something all right the top of my head when it banged up against the floor and i said oh, oh dancing is some bullshit oh you know how i could have stopped that from happening by not dancing so ever since then guys monique aka kim doc says my cat looks at me with no feeling when i be dancing and wish and washing dishes lol he a hater i be killing it <laughs> he a hater cats are terrible pets a dog would have would have siced you up girl dog would have danced with you Sight, dog would have gate would have gassed you up um 1971 kanye sunday school was uh the the monday episode um uh we had really dark nights say regarding kanye the most dangerous people in the world in this world are those with little respect for their own history little knowledge and a very large platform i don't care how hard the beats go i can't co-sign a man who will chill while the MAGA crowd runs up on me and mine i can't do that i feel you donald trump is an existential threat and this negro is running around the country acting like he's steven from django i just can't fuck with this dude now this is a choice well as we speak uh this morning he was at uh howard doing his uh sunday school dance stuff uh sunday recital for the for the kids i heard i heard it was sparsely attended but still howard let him come there and unlike slavery that was a choice uh phil g says regarding the music lawsuits a man is suing the x-man for the song from the 90s cartoon we covered that on the nerd off yesterday so if you guys uh are premium 
on our last episode of the nerd off we talked about that and we played both of the themes the themes did <laughs> <laughs> the themes did sound kind of kind of similar i'm just saying i don't know i i mean i love how the petty enough for waiting 30 something years just for disney to buy x-men and fox and then suing that's so smart but man that's petty as fuck ev says i want to feel bad for amanda because we talked a little bit about amanda seals on this because it can't be good to be the only one in the cast not invited to such an important party but if everyone has a problem with you then the problem is probably you self-reflection doesn't seem to be her strong suit man i'm just telling you man even it's crazy even after we did this episode because i have a, i'm friends with a lot of comedians and stuff another person reached out privately and was like did she did some bullshit with me too i'm like it's uncanny and what's funny everybody i'm naming hasn't told their story in public right so even in this her hour of getting drug on twitter and whatever a lot of stories. a lot of people are still giving her a lot of grace <clears throat> which i think is extended to her kind of because she's a black woman maybe because she's in the industry and popping and people are scared to like burn that bridge which i understand right but like even now there are people that are like i have a story about her being a horrible person to me and i'm gonna just keep it to myself so you know the man just never forget you a lot of us is getting by on some grace man so there's always somebody out there disgruntled about some shit and as long as you just kind of keep it in line keep you know that like it's cool but when you had that moment where everybody can hop on top of you and be like hey this motherfucker right here ain't shit oh they come out the woodwork uh the poll was is amanda seals tripping yes she knows she is doing too much no she made some good points karen oh she's doing too much 87 percent think she's doing too much 13 percent say no she made some good points shout out to y'all the faithful uh rebecca says talk about subscriptions to issues she has a lot going on there none of it's good <laughs> alicia says i hope amanda accepts that she is a common denominator in all these situations with different people and uses this as a learning experience i doubt it though same bean says i listen to amanda's podcast and like it and her however as i was listening to her, especially when she talks about this year's incidents i wonder why she one decided to go because most people would operate out of a who else gonna be there or oh that bitch is throwing it nah i'm good two uh i was a little confused at how this story played into professionalism yeah i didn't even mention that part of the podcast but she starts off talking about her own personal like history of working in certain restaurants and what professionalism means privately and professionally on the clock and all this stuff and no offense it was a huge setup to come into this personal beef she got with this woman that's all that shit was because it really had no bearing on what professionalism meant later in the in the episode because it's literally like the opposite by the end by the end professionalism just means be on her side no matter what it was supposed to be professionalism for the bouncers to quit on the spot and be like we refuse to remove this woman this sister you know it was supposed to be professionalism for the woman who was instructed by her boss to not let her in the party to be like no i have to let this woman in the party uh what if one day she has a job and she won't let me work for her you know like it was all this weird like whatever's on my side at the moment is what people should have done i understand how it started but it did venture off into hey y'all listen to what happened to me but i'm trash and don't mind listening to a little bit of gossip so definitely no skin off my back um 
y'all want to know what i think is it well i'll finish this and i'll say what's interesting i can understand vanessa from the management group not being professional to a degree but she also doesn't have to treat you more than the usual scoop of human decency so long as it's respectful it doesn't mean that she feels otherwise i'm having similar issues with professionalism with co-workers myself and i just keep it along the lines of speak when spoken to answer to the best of my knowledge don't get physical with anyone even though they may want to push you to that point and uh any problems they are that are had are spoken about privately with no intentions of humiliating someone and seeking a supervisor if you're at an impasse i see if amanda was embarrassed from last year's incident but personally speaking that would have been enough to steer clear of going to any events that person was in charge of uh if i knew they were holding on uh holding it uh or even if the agent their agency was throwing the party so i can avoid any possible issues at the very least i don't want to be uncomfortable myself hopefully next year she'll have a sense to stay away or throw mm-hmm. her own party or go to one where she mm-hmm. absolutely sure she's on the list Mm-mm. she'll be back trying to get in again possibly what i was gonna say is it's been over a week now anyone notice we don't have no stories about this vanessa woman in the mm-hmm. environment where people couldn't wait to be like well this is what uh this is what amanda did to me there has to be other people right if if vanessa is this terrible unprofessional person that just starts hating out of no reason and keep kicking people out of events know people go dig how can amanda be the only one the only one complaining uh ma says i didn't vote because even though i think she's tripping i'm not sure if she knows it it started to sound like she personally wouldn't allow her personality wouldn't even allow her to consider be herself being wrong i follow her on ig and i never seen her apologize or say she's wrong about anything yeah, yeah. that was a big thing i noticed and uh about people in general and i just stopped fucking with people like that yeah you you can't apologize you always right everybody's tripping you always the victim like you don't nothing you do is based in in reality it's based in your reality but not in the reality reality so yeah you nah. stay dragging people you stay pointing out how everybody else's ain't shit and ain't ain't right about stuff and what they should do when they're wrong and how they should apologize and all this shit and it's like nah you're really just on some masochist shit because whenever someone points out well you're wrong because a person that gives hot takes all day about shit is gonna run afoul of people at some point and when you see how they deal with conflict how they deal with people disagreeing it's almost always fuck you i'm right always or where you either ignore the fuck out of them or they ignore comment yeah and i'm like you know what that's why i can't really fuck with y'all because y'all full of shit you're not really righteous you just you just you just want to be the person deciding what everybody has to think monique aka kim doc says i follow amanda on ig for the cat videos and her commentary on some of the social justice issues i find her to be cantankerous and immature the way she asks people for uh she attacks people for dming her any form of critique tells me all i need to know yeah other people said like why she she don't got no friends i'm like i mean if you put people on blast for reaching out to you to be like hey i don't think you should do this ain't gonna reach out or in the case of her in the beginning of this podcast her friend she said i talked to a friend and my friend was like yo i'm not gonna talk with you when you're this upset and she's like meet me at my man and when the person was like you should calm down and not do this podcast she was like why can't you ever meet me and my like it was the other person's fault on that too it's like you know it people always say stuff like you know i can't believe this person doesn't have friends or want them yeah well i can because normally it's you've run those kind of friends off yes you have or you've done if you're the kind of person that takes on joe public whenever you know you pissed everybody off you're like fuck them everyone else is wrong i'm right if you're that kind of person chances are you're not gonna be open to anyone 
telling you yo i think you might have this wrong uh and she has absolutely no chill in how she goes about addressing people at zero to a thousand she goes way too hard that caitlin jenner thing changed her uh i don't even know what that is i don't follow her like that the personal issues that surround her are always hate uh so hazy type of stuff they are where you give her the benefit of the doubt but the one thing that will perhaps get her to change is if her bag is fucked up she's already fumbling it time after time but her live show is critically acclaimed she has a book coming out and she's being looked uh looked at as a legit comedian the thing with the lawyer football player was questionable he should have sued he had a case against her at the very least but he probably didn't want to go through the discovery process where the women would get dragged into it and now this i just don't get her yeah i i think that was uh, something roll i cannot remember that dude's name and i had listened to an episode of the red pill podcast with her and then robert letal from ball uh black sports online had debated about her doing that shit and he was explaining why he thought it was fucked up for her to like you know basically accuse this dude of being rapey and and all this stuff with women um and she basically defended it as this is the right thing to do and you're the one that's really fucked up for telling people that i was saying these things on instagram and you know embellishing it in headlines and stuff and to me it was like two people kind of being wrong at the same time but i listened to it to see like what are their perspectives and the thing i came away with it was thinking like amanda seals is one of those people where you can't really build a foundation of um defending her or having her back because she's one of those people that's always kind of wrong too so it's like while you're trying to be like well as a black woman i want to support this sister because she's also doing something fucked up in the background and now you look stupid because people are like well what about when she did this other thing it's like i didn't even know she was doing this shit or so you just have to almost let her go out there and that's the other thing she's always gonna be in some shit she is always gonna be another thing you know and so there's certain people and this and this works for them it's lucrative i mean certain people that the reason we know them is because they stay in some shit and they're always one foot right one foot wrong and that's the thing that drives conversation we've been talking about this woman for however long on the show and and in personal lives and on twitter because she drives conversation because that's kind of you know what keep what's keeping her relevant you know is us being like is you know let's discuss the nuance of this thing let's discuss the back and forth of it and she's very good at starting shit that makes people talk about it so um but yeah i don't know the caitlin jenner thing or the i really don't follow her like i wasn't mm-hmm. joking when i said i don't follow her like that nope I, every time she pops up it's just some more shit she got into so um so good luck with all of that mm-hmm. um it was funny as the podcast called professionalism part one so i want to I, I will be tuning in to see if there's a part two like that's the thing <laughs> it may or may not be she may have did that next episode they move on like shit never happened or that she just might be like hey part two <laughs> like after the response it's almost like i gotta see how does this end come on is it gonna be a series um falcons diva left us a comment for episode 1972 which was queen of ny rap uh falcons diva says this show art because it was a screenshot from uh the bars that that sister was dropping that tried to touch that line lol i just started listening and i'm very excited interested in discovering the reason for me almost screaming when i opened this episode of my podcast app phil g says hey the black out to his fan fam i know you're you all love each other and us listeners as well 
but karen i think you need to pull rod to the side before the show and at least give him a heads up on your random thoughts so he doesn't sound so lost i enjoyed the deep cut off of you mentioning staying from my hero academia but it seemed to catch rod off of guard you know what i can't even keep a straight face as i'm typing this trying to recreate that post to you all from a year ago love the show fam i don't even remember that post well i do vaguely remember somebody saying something like that but you know you know hate man you gotta let it roll off your back i don't be i don't even remember Mm-mm. felix says that bloody judge bruv <laughs> that bloody bloody judge bruv spouting the co- complete and utter bullocks religious folks hypocrisy is so maddening yeah the, the judge was crying because people wasn't feeling her hugging that cop and giving her a bible like mm-hmm. and then i think i read this may happen after we did this episode but then she had an article where the quote was something like if she wasn't white the people wouldn't even be mad that i hugged her and gave her a bible and uh hate to tell you this ma'am that's not true if she was black if she was a black cop that killed somebody and you came down there and hugged her and gave her a bible it'd just be different people mad be different people upset stay your ass in the booth what the fuck are you doing uh eve says i think the judge's move was more politically motivated than religious considering that she was uh endorsed by the dallas pd fuck her and all our scam folks are not our can folks just like that line lady the crazy jumped out at that picture and you know she lives off of alkaline water and hotel chips <laughs> yeah um yeah i think i speculated about that too with the judge that her being endorsed by the police uh association may maybe that's why she did it cynically you know i don't even know what's worse if she did it genuinely thinking that that's the christian thing to do which i think is ridiculous because you've never done that before or if she did that uh uh because she was just it you know because of the um police union thing the poll was have you ever left a job for mental health reasons yes or no me no i don't think i have either although i should have same <laughs> looking back it's like same mm. it's a lot of jobs i should have told you to kiss my ass yeah i was not happy here <laughs> what if, was I I was, if i had the knowledge that i know now it's a lot of jobs i'd be like fuck this and fuck oh, you you know what i take it back y'all i have i did but it's just i guess i never thought of it in these ways because we didn't have all these woke words for at the time but when i quit wendy's in college yes yes wendy's yeah they they knew you ain't coming when your asses didn't show up no more like they kept putting me on a schedule at night and i told them i was a college student when i applied i told them i did not want to close or work nights um specifically because i had morning classes right and uh they they did it for a few weeks they just let me work the schedule i was supposed to work and then just one day they started sliding me into the nights like oh so and so can come in can you make it can you do it tonight okay then i come in the next day now i'm on the schedule to close two three nights in a row i was like i'm not doing this what are y'all doing oh my bad okay you're right you're right i forgot you don't close uh all right we're gonna put you back on the daytime shift or whatever and then at one point it was like uh they told me they were gonna do that and then i said okay cool i'm back on the daytime shift i can do these hours as long as i'm out of here by like and i wasn't even being a dick like nine ten. right i just need to get back shower study and they were like um back to closing uh after like the when i came in one week all five of my days was like close 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 and uh i just went home 
and uh Didn't I did, clock and you just went home yeah i just went home yeah. and then um the next uh uh because what it was i was at work when i saw the new schedule mm, okay. so i so i just went home i was like oh that's what my new schedule is and yeah fuck that shit uh i already didn't talk to y'all once and so i just went home got a call on my uh on my at, at my dorm um a couple of like a the day i was supposed to work like hey you coming in i was like no why not because i told y'all i'm not closing and then i remember too when i told him i wasn't closing the you know i was like y'all told me y'all weren't gonna do put me on schedule like that and i was like you gonna work when we need you to work i was like the fuck you think this is like i had been there when there were motherfuckers that just were and this is what i hate about jobs like that just in general they're the people that ain't shit get the get the like nice treatment right because they don't want to fight they scared them they don't want to fall out with them right like the people that's like i come in when i want to i come in late i leave early i don't give a fuck about this job they always like begging them like come on bobby you gotta work the grill please bob i'm like okay now my black ass takes it serious i'm here on time i leave one on schedule too i only i always make sure my job is done i'm the one that you're like fuck you nigga work till midnight work till two or three in the morning again i'm a college student man i told you i can't do this well too bad you want the job don't you you know what no, actually really, actually i'm mm-mm, good mm-mm, i'll go back to eating in the cafeteria Come on. and uh and and just you know playing basketball every day fuck it um and they were shocked too wouldn't they oh yeah she was like right come on like she changed her whole tone like right it's nothing i could do to convince you i was like no, no i said we tried this i said yo you lied to me before and said y'all weren't gonna do it right which means you're lying now right i said it's just not worth it it's cool i said i can't close at all i'm never doing it again i'll bring y'all uniform get my last check alicia says my therapist suggested that my psychologist actually gave me the paperwork to short short term disability leave from my job without me even asking for this and you know what i did i threw those papers away i would have felt like a quitter which was stupid a stupid thought and what was what society makes you think right and what was i going to tell them when or if i came back what would i tell my next employer if i didn't go back and i was also concerned about uh being judged by my family and losing income yeah because disability is still only six percent of your income correct i assume short-term disability would give you a certain percentage of your income and i needed my whole check also um side note i was at a predominantly black doctor office and as the doctor was giving me my disability papers to get an hr one of the front desk clerical workers was like must be nice can i be excused from work too bitch that was about three years ago and i'm still struggling but hey at least i'm still here well i'm glad you're still here as far as uh just life and shit but right you know it like i would just say for disability don't forget also like it's possible um maybe your cost will be cut with travel and eating lunch and all that stuff so maybe 60 percent of your income might be a thing you could get by with i don't know your financial situation but i'm saying just maybe you've already considered this but just think about it like maybe maybe it's not as hard to budget as you think um i think a lot of people panic i know i would i know i would i mean you told me you only getting 60 percent of what you was getting paid i'd be like oh fuck no i'll just stay here and uh try not to kill myself every morning you you know know what the thing about it women who have maternity leave have to deal with that i'm pregnant i don't have an option like you know and then you have pregnant women that literally go to work every day until they fucking literally having the baby in in front of fucking grease and fries because they can't afford it right 
um akata queen said oh and did i say the percentages i don't think i did 53 percent said yes they have left a job for mental health reasons and 47 percent say no akata queen says i worked at one of the top three banks in the world at any given time 30 percent of the staff was on temporary disability due to stress of the environment that's what a supervisor told me i joined those ranks after three years of being in that toxic environment i did the work while on leave therapy on leave therapy taking my meds for depression and anxiety regularly but when i came back the environment was the same my request to transfer departments was repeatedly denied because for the business i handled in a department of 100 only five were trained for this discipline and of those five two were using intermittent fmla which meaning at any given day neither were guaranteed to show up right um needs for jobs hate that bullshit needs of the business is not a reason to me to keep someone stifled in a stressful position within a year of having to take leave i left the company well the other thing too is like um let's say they fired you let's say you died someone would figure out how to do that job that's and, that, and that's the that's thing. why it's bullshit to tell you you can't transfer because you too important nah nah i'm not too important that's why y'all don't mind me being fucking stressed the fuck out every day yeah and when i mean flma is bullshit it's not bullshit jobs hate that and yeah, jobs said, consider it bullshit yeah yeah that's okay. what you said you said jobs okay i wanted to be sure that i yeah. made that clear i'm still alive i still live with mental illness but now i don't have to take hourly sit in the bathroom and fight tears back breaks i took less money in a job with less responsibility in exchange for work-life balance yep a lot of people don't understand that move man but i have work jobs so i'm like it's a dead-end job or it's a job that is less stressful but at least i'm not uh stressed out even though i'm not making as much money amon says i once didn't take on a new client who wanted to book me as her birth doula it uh i was having such a hard mental health moment i was holding it together for my other clients but i knew i'd probably break if i took on anyone else i was really sad about it and i talked to my therapist about it she made me feel a lot better and praised my good judgment i love helping women especially black women but i wouldn't want to cause undue harm because i couldn't emotionally be there for a client it may not be the same thing as leaving a job but i do understand putting your mental health before a check yes 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 and and even even if you're at a current job and you love your job sometimes you got to learn how to say no and that's something that i had to learn how to do that work balance has to be within the job itself no i can't do this particularly if you're good at something or you you were in one department and you went to another department and an old department constantly tries to pull on you because they don't quote unquote really won't let you go no bitch y'all figure it out i'm not here no longer this is the cutoff date i'm done with my training figure it out black steve says nah my parents are refugees we work for fun i'm gonna lose it one day probably yep that's how i be though like just you work yourself till you break and then it's like oh shit how i'm gonna get back together you know like try not to ignore the signs but yeah man you have to like really examine some of the things that we were taught and some of the things that we believe and internalize about ourselves especially as brown people in america like there's a whole lot of imposter syndrome shit there's a whole lot of work twice as hard for half as much mentality and when we buy into it in the long-term effects is us running ourselves down to the bone yes yes and i'm very 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 roger no full fat i'm very very guilty that somebody said in the chat room you die and they walk over you yeah yeah i've had uh family members who have worked at places where people have literally dropped dead at the job they put a blanket over them and told people to keep it pushing around them until somebody came and got the dead body brooklyn shoebay says i've taken time off to spend a week in a mental hospital then i had so many outpatient visits after my release i couldn't go to work luckily my job had paid in the state disability fund and my shrink declared me temporarily disabled 
uh shady dame says yes i worked at a bank rhymes with smells cargo i <laughs> wonder what bank it was oh bank of america i see i was first at union <laughs> i was <laughs> first union damn you took it back we taking it way back uh i was in the new accounts and left r.i.p i was in new accounts and left because i just really got tired of the shady practices i felt like a terrible person singing signing up uh people's grandmas for shit that they didn't need seeing people a whole motherfucking check wiped out when they direct deposit hits because the bank charges hundreds of dollars in overdraft fees because they were fifty dollars overdrawn and working what felt like endless hours it honestly felt like i worked as a widget maker for the devil my dad always taught us to save money in case you need to walk away from a situation that doesn't serve you i'm almost sure he meant a romantic relationship but gaining all that bad karma at that shitty job didn't serve me either i quit the job and i took about six months off of work to rebuild my spirit now i work at a regular ass stressful job but it's not uh something that makes me feel like i'm doing anyone wrong when i leave work i don't have to look at people literally crying and steal myself against their feelings even though nine times out of ten they were in the right yep i I never understood especially that era when uh before obama with the bank draft fees come like, on well you were a penny over oh we getting ready to because the thing is a lot of people have a tendency to forget how they used to the computers used to actually calculate how could we make your shit bounce like literally no matter what you did that that 2 p.m shit that shit didn't matter if the if they could rearrange it they rearranged it and put that shit and they didn't have no limits on how much they could feel you the shit was fucking wild yep um eve says my last office job stressed me out so much i went into premature labor my the final straw was when i was on maternity leave and they asked me to come back early when i came back i knew it was with the intent to hand in my resignation and let me tell you when i handed in my notice i felt like a weight had been lifted off of my shoulder you know it's so interesting man because there's been situations in my life where i thought i was stressed out because like i didn't want to do something because i was like i don't want to deal with the stress of that it's gonna be change it's gonna be work it's gonna be this and then like you lose it or something happens and the situation falls out either way because it's gonna fall out either the job gonna stress you out you gonna pass out something gonna happen you're just gonna fuck up because it's just an untenable situation and that's what's stressing you out but no matter how it's resolved once it's resolved i always felt better mm-hmm. it didn't even matter it didn't even matter like it could be a fuck it could have a fucked up resolution where it's like damn me and this person aren't friends anymore or damn me i'm not working at this job they they laid me off or you know whatever it was i immediately like not immediately but over time i felt the pressure gone and it's really made me go back and go i wasted time being in that situation so it almost doesn't matter how you get out of it my financial future was uncertain but i was happy those last two weeks i took two hour lunches and did absolute bare minimum and dared them to say shit to me but it was so good to let go sometimes it's better to walk away from the sake of your mental health and or you'll be miserable all time all the time yep i love this i love these stories guys that was dope mm-hmm. um dr dude bro is the last episode of the week uh it was our walking dead recap and you guys left four comments so Yay! y'all really do care uh iman says i'm so excited uh thank y'all for bringing the recaps back i know over the years you both talk about how the show is losing viewers but because of your recaps it gained one 
i love the start of this episode i if i if only they yelled out this is sparta but then again 300 all died so maybe not uh man i wish i could pull niggas like rosita a man right don't she she keep listen rosita keep a bed okay she keep a man around her sadiq even if she not fucking him she gonna keep a man they get along too yeah they do i told you three dads and the baby she came over there and was resolving that shit don't you talk to sadiq like that man i wish i could pull niggas like rosita a man to check my baby's health a man to smash and a man to babysit and all i have to do is breastfeed and work on myself yeah she is like all i'm I'm just trying to get back in shape and get this baby weight on nurse this baby uh work releasing egan funko pop idea <laughs> is going to be so much fun this season i can't wait and please let daryl and connie's ship fully manifest please oh, show so too please show runners please end note king zeke is so damn thirsty but i love it <laughs> hey hey <laughs> he was so hey. awkward hey carol you look you look how, good how you doing you looking nice uh, hey uh tootie tar says and we're back i was on the fear ride so this no breaks thing is cool i enjoyed the season opener the pacing was good however i agree that the conversation repeats were all great nicotero i liked having the episode set up as chapters it, i wonder how long they're gonna do that mm-hmm, but i liked it me too it actually made the stories move quicker in my opinion made it easier to recap yes it did uh it was a nice change of pace michonne misses her man girl we all do thanks for the recap y'all right everybody yeah. miss rick Phil, and carl to tell you the truth mm-hmm. phil g says the new doctor oh and henry the phil g says <laughs> the, the new doctor guy uh will be trading health care for cheeks before the end of the season most likely <laughs> you got that look He's about so him creepy. you got that look can't wait to buy things you can do for these painkillers i mean if you can't afford it eve says i completely forgot the walking dead was coming back on but i'm glad to have it back for your recaps which i look forward to carol did zeke so dirty but i hope he wins her back detroit style because he knows how cold <laughs> he knows how cold it can get in the d <laughs> i wonder if they kill alpha and them if carol would be willing to to go back with zeke because i can't i don't know it feels almost like it's over for her no matter how it turns out but then part of this is definitely centered around the fact that alpha and them are still out there and she's mad they won't like go in this threat mm-hmm. um because she ain't scared she's just more like if y'all not willing to do it just leave me the fuck out of this right y'all ain't willing to fight what the fuck yeah i'll go be on a boat and catch fish yeah i don't want no boundaries um i know this is far a far out prediction but i think negan might try to smash michonne's cakes what wow i, I don't see that i, I hope not don't know why i want this to happen just with just that with rick gone the nights get lonely who is michonne gonna cuddle with scott no one even remembers who scott is oh, i know who she's gonna cuddle with okay i think you got some black characters on the show one of them is pining over a white woman <laughs> and i think uh michonne gonna come through and be like you need to, you need to get over that okay and they're gonna combine their dreads like the navi and avatar <laughs> uh the best both they wigs gonna take on the life of their own <laughs> yeah they is. they both gonna walk away it's gonna be a bad wig love session like- <laughs> they're gonna be out there like the uh the, the matrix with all them black people down in the in, in, mm-hmm. in the city mm-hmm. new zion they're gonna be having uh they're gonna be having that that zane uh <laughs> skinamax sex 
uh the best part of this episode is remembering that henry is dead i hope he's rotting in hell jesus well never change evie stay classy <laughs> the poll was i still notice you haven't taken a picture in iris but <laughs> so it's only been a month i mean for a restaurant you love so much i'm sure you've been in there plenty of times uh should michonne and gabe tell everyone that they found a skin mask yes the people deserve to know or no it'll just lead to more problems karen should they tell them mm-hmm. it's a catch 22 yes they should tell them okay but so yes it is start yeah it's not panic but yes they eventually gonna have either way you're going to tell them Amon says i've been listening to y'all recaps for a long time and i just started watching the show last season when the show introduced the whispers Aww. so from your recaps every time community leadership keeps stuff from folks it seems to blow up in their faces so yeah they should tell the folks and have a discussion so glad y'all are back i'm excited Thank yes you. we love it and we're glad that you are glad that we are back mm-hmm. uh that's the whole point you know um all right we need to get into voicemails that's all the comments all the polls and stuff uh of course online is 704 557 uh leave the voicemails make sure they're two minutes or less you will get cut off and once you get cut off that ain't our fault okay Mm-mm. now you're a jerk hey what's going on y'all this is uh adam chiming in all the way from county california and uh let me just say this man i'm kind of like new to the whole podcast thing but uh, just being a truck driver, man, that I'm in traffic all day, you kind of get, like, dumped down to, like, radio. And, you know, it's only so much music you can listen to on your phone. So, man, I'm chiming in every day, man. I've been listening to, like, a lot of your stuff from previous posts. I found y'all on uh, on Spotify. Oh. And, uh, man, every day, even old episodes that probably mean nothing to like nobody now because the, the news are so old that it's already been you know played through you know what i'm saying whatever but man i listen to y'all every day man keep the good work and uh yeah man um just keep being who y'all are because at the end of the day that's what makes you genuine is a person that who stays who they are oh man Aww. that's so nice <laughs> um oh, let me stop you, this for because i think i think it was uh it stayed on for a little bit but yeah that's super nice of you mm-hmm. um and yo truck my uncle's a truck driver truck driving is one of the things that you on the road so long sometimes hours days weeks right especially if you're long distance mm-hmm. but um yeah your, your mind will go crazy you need something to focus on and well, i was in a job where it was a desk job but it was a mind-numbing type of job and i needed things to be able to focus on and podcasts are a great escape you know when i'm doing like spreadsheets and and invoices and all this stuff it was just a great like okay cool let me like you know listen to something to pass the time and that's how i ended up falling in love with so many podcasts and i'm glad you enjoyed our show and you know whether uh it's a passing phase or something that where you're here to stay uh we're just glad that you listen and um you know and that's the thing man i'm not there's no episode of our show that i'm ashamed of doing Mm-mm. um because every last one of our episodes has been authentic we never pretended we never came on here and fake personalities we never um you know tried to act like we were bigger than we really are mm-hmm. any of that shit man so you know and everything you hear every opinion you hear is what we really believed at the time and if you listen to us over time you've heard us change grow you know all that stuff um and so yeah i just try to 
i just try to make sure that what we do is reflective of who we are so thank mm-hmm. for listening thank you baby be safe out there on the road yeah uh we got one from iman um let me let that voicemail load up and we'll get into that as well but uh yeah thanks man um mm-hmm. shout out to bompton hey rod and karen this is iman hope you guys are having a great week i haven't actually gotten to the episode where you talk about the whole amanda Seals thing but i see that you did talk about it but i kind of uh i've seen it on facebook and everything but it had me irked and i had to like contemplate why it irked me so much and i realized it was because my daughter like earlier this year until recently she was going through this know-it-all phase and i was really concerned and it was always like got under my skin i was like you're eight you don't know at all but and i talked to my sister about it and she was like no 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 your baby's gonna be fine like and aren't you glad now that we're always trolling her i was like you're her auntie you shouldn't be trolling her so hard but they do and it's like okay i'm just gonna leave y'all alone because obviously it's gonna keep her grounded and my sister's like yeah that's what amanda Stills probably didn't have that growing up <laughs> as an only child she probably didn't have anybody trolling her or someone who was like her sister telling her uh about herself I was like, maybe, I don't know, but I just don't want my baby to end up like that. She's like, she's not. She's going to be okay. I was like, all right, because I'm really worried. Um, But, yeah, isn't it sad that, you know, she wrote that song, Niggas Got Me Fucked Up, and now she's the nigga that got everybody fucked up? (laughs) Yeah, all right. Anyway, I love you guys. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week and have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye bye, baby. Bye. Thank you, Amon. And I haven't even heard the niggas got me fucked up song. I don't even know. Like, that's the thing. I wasn't even like a Floridry fan. Like, all this stuff to mm-hmm. me is just tangential. And yeah, everybody tell my Floridry. I'm going who? Yeah, I'll, and I'm just gonna take her at her word with her podcast and just take her in small doses, man. Like, she ain't canceled to me. I'm not mad at her. I'm mm-hmm. not. It's just a matter of like, she just gonna be one of those people that's never fully on point when she's making a point and that's just something you gotta live with um and it's been working for her this far i mean shit she done got further than a lot of motherfuckers that uh probably you know would kill to trade places with her so good luck oh what oh shit someone called me hold on i'll try to pause it this is a voicemail from black steve okay uh, that, that was a phone call that i don't know how why that person called during the middle aka chief steve aka i got three jobs nigga they call me steve jobs nigga shit man i had to call in man you know you're blowing premium <laughs> this week or something or i don't even know man you know how to get high but look i'm listening to this fucking pregame bro at first i was about to call you because i heard you playing my boy Bahana back there in the background that i told you about it the thrive talk First of all, I just want to hear what you think of that nigga. I think he the endless R&B singer out right now. Brahana, Brahana, that's my dude. Second, talking about you ain't never smoked drugs before. Dog, I've been wanting to smoke you up forever, bro. Oh, <laughs> shit. I, well, you know, hey, shit, it's whatever. But I hope Justin gets you right, man. Hey, that's crazy. But that's all I wanted to say. Uh, what's up, Karen? Hey, baby. Um. All right, y'all. Y'all killing the show, man. I can't believe, man. Go on pre- premium, bro. I've been laughing, crying in my car every oh. day. This fucking ball is deep. 
in the pregame alone. I don't know if I listen to anything else yet so far, but that shit got me dying. Y'all killing it, man. Like I always say, man, I love y'all. Y'all my favorite. Keep doing it. I'm proud of y'all. Keep going. God damn it. Yeah, once again, Black Steve. All right, y'all. I'm be out. Oh man. That's my man Steve. Uh that's the dude we always talk about when we were just walking down the street one day. Just randomly out the blue. And he just he just came out running out of a like I think it's called a company store or something. Mm-hmm. He was like, Oh right again. We was like uh yes <laughs> like, yeah because we didn't know because like i said that's the thing y'all know us but we don't know y'all right but nah it was real dope we sat down and talked for like 20 30 minutes he bought us drinks he was he so bought us, yeah he bought us drinks uh we was talking to the people at the bar and stuff yeah and come the, to find out i think this time the restaurant was like right beside where we were yeah we yeah. were try, trying to go to a restaurant over in that area and it, it was uh this was right next door so nah man it was real cool man so good people uh and yeah he just went premium so he's getting introduced to some of these other shows that we do and i mean i look man i'm not trying to brag i'm not trying to to boast but i swear to god our our behind the paywall shit is worth is better than some people's like what they do you see what i'm saying like all they do is this shit and we're it's like we got a nerd show that could be one of the best nerd shows on itunes and we mm. just put it out there yes sir we have you know i'm you know we put our movie reviews out there it's different than everybody else's movie reviews we put our um you know like even with the sports stuff man like i put it behind the paywall but every once in a while i put an episode on a regular feed for people to hear like what they're missing kind of and we talk about sports in a way that nobody else is talking about it you know so um you know and we're just as funny and silly and all that shit as well and justin is on there and joins right in all right let's do the uh last one this is from uh, i believe james from pa uh leaving us the last voicemail before we get into our emails good morning rod and karen it's your boy james and i would like to say two things if you will allow me number one there's been something going on this last two three weeks where i have to make a decision and short-term versus long-term and i know i'm not the only one so i'm going to make the long-term decision because i wanted to benefit my family and i'm saying this for the rest of the black guy tips family if there's something y'all been weighing over back and forth like which one this one that one this one that one please the long-term choice that will benefit you and your family put your pride aside and take the short-term issue or the short-term laws for the eventual prize at the end long term i know i'm not the only one because that's why we're all connected because we're on the same wavelength and number two thank you for being a little open with your sexuality it's helping me and it's helping my wife because we're just fighting a whole lifetime of shame for liking certain things let me just put it that way but shout out to adam and eve i went there bruh and i got a little naughty naked it was a little nerve-wracking at first because I felt like I was a bad person, but it's a piece that comes with the sexual liberation, like being content with yourself and with your partner. Like my wife, she digs herself. I'm starting to dig myself, and it's just a – I think we're going to be in a new level, and that's dope. But I wanted to shout out to Adam and Eve and you, bruh, because the naughty naked, they all right, bruh. <laughs> Got a couple of them. You love to I, hear I, it. I try to do it the grown-up way went and got me a hard a flash drive and i'm picking what i like you know what i mean mm-hmm. trying to do it like a like a responsible person with a 401k i hear thank you so much for being honest and open 
about how you feel and things because you know you give a lot of folks oh he got cut off and he leave another message but nah actually you know like at first i was like what is he talking about but then i was like oh yeah like listen i try to be open like one because i think it's humorous you know i talk about pornography sometimes we talk about sex and stuff Mm -hmm. we don't do a sex podcast Mm -hmm. we don't do a pornography podcast and we're not really doing it to be like revolutionary on some like i know there are people that are like i this is a sex positive such and such podcast look i ain't no sex expert i don't know all that shit and i also don't have the confidence to be telling people what they need to be doing which is what a lot of those folks have is to be like you need to be having sex this way you need to be doing this Mm -hmm. i know about 12 different types i know about my relationship yes Yes. that's the one i know how to work okay so i can tell you some shit that don't even work for you right right you know come home but naked and just be hopping to bed and (laughs) it's like what i got rod i listen to your advice i have a restraining order out against my wife now (laughs) she thought i was an intruder so now i'm just you know um but now i do try to be open about it because i think it's sad that we're a society where so many people are sexually repressed and puritanical while at the same time america is one of the most horniest countries on the fucking planet Mm -hmm. so you have websites don't lie yeah you have both and i think there's one thing for people to say like i don't kink shame or nothing's wrong if it's between two consenting adults but then in practice they don't actually believe that shit no they don't you can tell it as soon as you bring up some like scenario or something they just oh no i don't know about that and then also when you had a religious aspect that a lot of black people have coming from and the fact that we we're taught to be ashamed of our bodies mm-hmm. taught to be ashamed of sexual desire women are supposed to be okay with not being sexually satisfied not masturbate um you know men are supposed to believe their penis is the be all end all to all things um and you know they can't be in any vulnerable position married couples are told you know if someone's watching porn or using a vibrator or something they cheating on you like it's a lot of hang-ups around it you know your body is only for procreation Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of fucked up things and my belief is we only get one go around on this bitch one so have some fucking fun and it's amazing because i think if you live like that guilt existence you're gonna keep waiting for this moment to not feel guilty but the truth is it's never gonna happen if you don't dismantle it actively because that's why a lot of people actually end up married and stuff like that it's because they keep waiting for this time where okay now the religious guilt will and the shame will come off of me because god is sanctioned that i'm with my wife we're married now now i can't i won't be but there's still more hurt well are you having sex uh because uh you're having children that should be the only real reason to have sex if you're having more sex than that you should really think about well is this wrong you know shit like that um okay you're married but you what is this naughty video oh is it so do you not find your wife attractive what is this yeah. uh bbw's at work three so you want me to be a bbw you know stuff yeah, like that you bring this deal don't win it all of a sudden i got to challenge my manhood this is a fucking right. flashlight what are we talking about here right so it's just like beliefs that i have you know whatever and then and even with what we share we share what we're comfortable sharing like I, we don't come on here and tell y'all all our business Mm-mm i doubt anyone does that if they do we we probably all looking at them the same way like you sure you want to tell everybody that you sure so, you, say that? you know but uh yeah man I, I do feel like people should be more open and honest to that stuff and since we have this platform why not 
do that ourselves you know what i mean so yeah shout out to you and your wife and i'm glad y'all use the code and and, and taking uh advantage of the half off yeah and also this is why motherfuckers like be so unhappy and shit you know like you sexually repressed you stressed the fuck out you're not getting any release you're not having fun you, you know shit just turns into a cycle over and over again and you're not being honest you know um you're putting too much pressure on yourself um there's, there's so many things that are hangups and the older you get the more there is your body's gonna let you change it's gonna yes, let it you is. down in different ways i tell you you can't bend like you used to squat like you used to it ain't the same right so you know i think i think a lot of stuff is just uh we're made to feel like almost like it's not normal but sex is part of life and And you're gonna desire it to the day you die and that's something that people don't understand possibly possibly you know all right let's go with uh the emails guys the blackouttips at gmail.com so many thoughts regarding queen of ny rap episode this is by uh amber a good one and who says wow so i have a lot of thoughts on this episode i hope i remember everything all right let me actually make this a little smaller on my screen um one lighten up bitch had me (laughs) had me gone for several minutes lol i can't even remember who or when that was said but that was quoted on on twitter a lot too so i don't remember how it was what it was in reference to but glad it made people laugh two i am indeed a millennial that quit a job for mental health reasons i worked at a non-profit for five years as a social worker during those years i truly came to understand the phrase the shit rolls downhill despite graduating from the top university in the country for my field university of michigan go blue i was still working for pennies and having to work multiple site jobs to make ends meet i also face a specific type of trauma working as a black woman in a predominantly white field that is primarily focused on helping black brown poor children and families i had to be an advocate for systemic issues including racism and classism because most of the white people i work with were clueless on this matter so i had to constantly risk my job speaking up when someone or something was out of pocket right i've seen some stuff y'all but i digress sound like you working at uh we got (laughs) y'all <laughs> my field is for tr- is trash for a lot of reasons but that's a whole nother subject anyway a year of being treated uh less than by employers despite being well liked by clients not getting paid a living wage and developing pretty in- acute anxiety and depression as a result i decided to quit and let me tell you something about acute depression and anxiety ain't nothing acute about it okay Mm-mm. it's actually uh, ugly i'm struggling financially right now but i was struggling working full-time as well but at least now i had the time and brain space to make take inventory of my life and career figure out the next steps and get some much needed rest well i hope it works out for you and i hope that uh you find yourself in a better situation because even if you're just not as mentally stressed out there's a cost to being stressed out even when you're making a lot of money yes it is and you weren't making a lot of money so i mean shit you you probably be all right as long as you get that less stressed job you probably be okay three the worst white pronounced white women always have my name i amber i'm a good amber y'all i swear this whole thing has me beyond pissed and frustrated rod has a great point so compassion does exist but only for fragile white women i'm sick to my stomach with all this yeah let me add this too um after this only started after that episode where um um chadwick boseman went on saturday night live 
but this new thing where they say karen is the white woman name that came out of nowhere out of nowhere like it wasn't always like, not all karens yeah it wasn't always karens it, now it's all now it's all of a sudden karen is the new white woman placeholder <laughs> so that's my joke particularly on facebook i'll be like not all karens yeah someone made a t-shirt for us and it's in our store on uh t public mm-hmm. as as well as our new star wars design is in the store and it's on sale mm-hmm. for now for the next three days uh four uh rod you were able to, to go on you were about to go on a tangent about black churches and religion and i love to hear it if y'all have time on another episode as a black person raised in the black church i have critiques my thoughts again could be another email i'd love to hear an episode, uh, outside perspective as i think about this stuff a lot and i'm constantly trying to dismantle white western-based christianity and distance myself from those beliefs while still maintaining my faith it's a struggle man yeah like i said periodically things come up and you know yeah we kind of kind of talk about them as they come up yeah i haven't talked about it in a long time i know back when we first started the show there's an episode where we were specifically just some of my thoughts about church in general That's old um, episode. Mm-hmm. yeah it's real old but i haven't really done it in a while i think people a lot of times they can't handle any level of like disbelief or critique of the church or they feel like i'm like only shitting on christians but i mean america's run by christians so that's the one if if it was run by muslims and i had problems with the way they ran shit i'm sure i'd be telling you like it i don't like this shit either so i just think religion is a very dangerous fucking thing reason to do things period and a lot of bigotry in our society has been indoctrinated into religion and some chicken and the chicken or the egg shit because racism is in the bible if the right person is reading it and guess what normally happens it's normally a racist person that's making it racist same thing with homophobia it's normally a homophobic person that's choosing that this is the message of the bible and this is what we need to concentrate all of our efforts on it's a it's a mirror and the mirror is often reflecting the bigotry of the person looking into it and it's very scary to me as a non-believer to think that there's this mass of people out there that on a whim can just choose today it is justified to ostracize oppress and harass x type of person you know in addition to the misogyny in addition to the greed of a lot of these pastors and the way that they flaunt their wealth um and the way that like congregation members are proud of that shit they treat them like mascots yeah. yeah our pastor got this type of car i've seen i've been in rooms where that's a discussion mm-hmm. yeah where people are going off like they're like a room for a fucking basketball team and this is all supposed to be done in the auspices of religion even sometimes even the way the church gives people are doing it on some like we give more than y'all are mm-hmm. like 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 you're flossing and giving almost um that's before you even get into the fact that this is a white christianity we've been taught in america um and and it's an export of the country one that goes to africa and then further oppresses people back in the in the continent about uh lgbtq issues and to the point of killing people like taking that money and and putting people in prison making it outlawed as a crime to, to 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 punish and kill uh from the government and that's exported that's not even like originating 
there that's us in america empowering people who go overseas where there's no laws to stop it or where they have enough money to then be like hey we'll give you this much money to the ugandan president and then you go kill all the fucking gay people there okay let's just make that that, that's what we want to do and the fact that we know that's what they want to do there what do you think they want to do here right you know we have to fight tooth and nail for things like marriage equality um that's you know misogyny is another one i've sat in so many churches where the only people in there were women and the fucking pastors up there telling women how they ain't shit you know oh you're not with the father of your child you ain't shit oh you be having sex you ain't shit that's why you ain't got no man nigga i'm here you ain't got no congregation if it ain't for me you know it's just such a it's such a head fuck and i was just glad to be done with it as soon as i was old enough to be able to make the decision on my own whether or not i go to church i was like i'm good on this shit you know i went a few times in college i think um mostly for either like social pressure or like someone wanted to go and i knew them and they're a friend or something i'm like i guess i'll go to your church but yeah as soon as i can make that decision myself i'm like why am i doing this to myself like because there was so like trying to find a quote-unquote good church is like down here there's one on every block but it's also like finding a needle in a haystack to fit with my beliefs you know so and i'm not even saying that i'm a hundred percent sure that there's no god or something like that like when atheists say that i'm i'm like i don't even know what to say with that because i don't i don't all this shit is a miracle i don't know what the fuck, like the fact that we are sentient beings on a planet that can sustain life of all the fucking billions of planets in existence and we don't know of another one that we could that fucking got people on it or or alien life or anything like i don't know what the fuck is happening out there and i'm not smart enough to say or arrogant enough to say i know everything what i do know is that the way we treat each other and couching that shit in uh, a magical sky dad is the one telling everybody to treat people like shit so so as if we have no responsibility for that shit i i i, I refuse to let that be okay you know i refuse to, to to promote that kind of shit so that's you know that's the stuff that's always on my mind and that's why when people go you know oh he hugged her see religion is fucked up because it got us forgiving our oppressors and shit i'm like we'll take it further you know how how many of y'all are repressed sexually how many of y'all are repressed uh financially you giving your money away because the pastor say he needs your money god what fuck god need money for on earth what the fuck he's sky daddy he can make some more money like it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of shit tied up in it and that's not to demean the people that are good people that are christians but my personal belief is that them motherfuckers would be good people whether they was christians or not you know i don't think it's the bible that made my friends that are christians that are actually empathetic kind human beings who look out for other folks and help folks and i don't think god made them have to be that way i think they be that way whether they believed or went to church or not i think they're good people and i hate when they come down on themselves and they hear them kind of shit on themselves for like quote unquote falling short i just want to be like you a good person man don't let that book make you feel like you bad because you fuck somebody or you cussed or you drank or something like that so that's the kind of shit i be thinking about and i just try not to say it all the time because it's not you know hopefully i haven't pissed i'm not trying my goal is never to piss people off with these opinions but these are my beliefs and it doesn't seem to be too much of a problem for people to express the other way right but whenever someone starts saying well i don't believe these things that's when people get nervous and you know it's been like that my whole life 
so i normally just keep it to myself yeah, you know how they feel they put laws on the books yeah and i'm not a dick about it i'm not a dick atheist person that shows up at the thanksgiving and when they say it's time to pray i'm like uh, uh, i won't be doing that and i run out on the fucking <laughs> like no it's not like a scene yeah it's not it's not even a big deal to me like like a tv show if i have a friend that's in the hospital and they're like man your thoughts and prayers i'm i i'll throw up a prayer for you too because like what if i'm wrong and it's a 0.001 percent chance that that shit helped you live i don't know i don't know is the point i don't know the rules i don't know but i wish people would stop acting like they do uh five karen never give karen never gives dracaris at first i thought well maybe she doesn't get the reference but i know y'all had a game of thrones part of your podcast so that can't be it karen gives us dracaris just once no shade karen i'm just kidding <laughs> it's just always funny to see rod like like dracaris and karen like um 100 lol <laughs> i don't know why is there a reason you don't do your cars is it a personal no no I, I and a lot of it's just i know we got your cars like but i'm just used to saying 100 so i just go 100 okay six hugging bible passing out judge could be a show on nbc <laughs> well, i got a show on fox news uh that uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the next episode instead instead of um god i can't remember that that the woman with the blonde hair and the short haircut that's mean as fuck that's always she used to be a prosecutor she was on dance with the stars for a little bit y'all know who i'm talking about yes what is that white woman's name instead of her they have hugging bible passing out black judge woman nancy, nancy grace, grace. Yes. yes instead of her they have uh whatever that that judge was they should have her come on there and that be the new thing somebody do something racist and she just hand him a bible and hug him um <laughs> that shit is cute for a sitcom she had no business doing that shit for a couple different reasons love the show thanks so much for providing your personal insight on some difficult topics best amber a good one in thank you amber thank you. uh let's go to the next one um this is from let me see how they pronounce i don't know how to pronounce their name let me see if they signed it differently nope okay so i'm just gonna go with deshaun and hope i pronounced that right uh the queen of ny rap hey karen and rod this episode saved me from an annoying flight on united well i will only fly delta now uh anyways i wanted to tell y'all a story i experienced quitting a job for my mental health i worked as an insurance adjuster for almost two years with geico and i quit this past july i've always known companies didn't don't give a crap but i had to protect myself i had a long a strong work ethic and i always keep trucking it's a job uh it's a job deal with the mentality i worked in a call center environment where people call about car accidents i never knew that i would get once uh what i what i never knew what i would get once i said thanks for calling and no matter what transpired i was required to take the next call i had a man call me and say my daughter just got shot in the head by her fiance while she was driving and she was graduated from law school in a few weeks i had a mental breakdown with the stress of that job and my own life so the stats are real i'm 32 and black and i took time to care for my mental health my family didn't understand i had to bring up stuff families don't like to discuss mom maybe that's why your mom left y'all and disappeared when you was a child maybe my brother really is a schizophrenic and it shouldn't be a family joke maybe my aunt pistol whipping somebody someone who cut her daughter hair uh before asking her was having an episode maybe her brother never mind my uncle's stories are crazy enough for me to not hold long conversations with him when i see him anywho i'm fixing that relationship with my mom slowly because i learned people don't like the truth because it hurts 
yeah i mean well also it depends on how you tell it you know like it's not that the truth has to hurt but it really depends on each individual situation some people just refuse to hear the truth and that's why it hurts right and some people tell the truth in a harsh way that means that it's it's more than just it being the truth you know what i'm saying so uh like like for example let's say i'm hanging out with justin and i happen to notice that his breath stinks i could be like in front of everybody damn nigga your breath stink and then when he'd be like damn you had to put me on blast in front of everybody that was rude i could be like truth hurts bitch is that what's wrong you gonna cry yeah, that's you know? how some people do it and then right. they wonder why people be like well then fuck you right or i could pull justin to the side and be like hey man um uh i don't want to tell you this in front of everybody but i got some 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 lifesavers for you because it, it breath something, something something going on and he could be like all right man you know what dog i feel you uh appreciate you pulling him to the side like that thank you so you know it could depend on that too i don't i'm i don't know both sides of the situation i'm gonna just assume and hope that you said it in a nice way mm-hmm. and she just couldn't take it i take care of my mental health in silence now i have a part-time job now and i'm happy uh oh and then also let me add one more thing also when people are very comfortable living the fucked up way that shit is going already you may have to just like cut yourself off from them for a while to get to get yourself healthy because you can't drown trying to save everybody else and you can't drown you can't just jump in the ocean because everybody else is out there drowning them too like sometimes you gotta be like well if y'all ain't on if y'all ain't with saving yourselves i have to do it for me yeah y'all punch holes in your own boat i'm not sinking too i ended up that's a great analogy karen you did it better than i did i ended up going to a mental health facility twice in one month due to stress and depression they said i have bipolar depression i don't know i don't know how true that is because i take years it takes years for an accurate diagnosis but a work environment can be very unhealthy that's all that's all sorry so long i love y'all back and i wanted to share and rod i tweeted you about pumpkin spice at v's to die for it tasted like who made the potato salad sad face lol um well i'm gonna just tell you right now um don't blame the pumpkin spice on depression or anything like that okay like <laughs> like you no know, when you ready for the pumpkin spice it'll be there for you that's all i'm saying it was there for me and it embraced me okay and now for you too i'll never go back okay um and then she included a screenshot of the whole autobiography and five chapters by portia nelson it was a, a poem but uh i'm not gonna put i'm not gonna read the poem on the show but thank you mm-hmm. um all right yamali right says new tv show for 2019 season dear rod and karen first let me say love 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 you guys it is so much fun listening to you guys talk about things happening now i know i am giving away my age but i used to watch old reruns of the burns and allen show as a kid with my grandmother and the comedy and relationship you guys have is similar to that classic show i'm not really sure that's what you guys are going for but that's what well, we couldn't possibly be going for because i ain't never heard of that show and i'm so sorry me too i was thinking do it. i was going to do, do the memory bank one. i don't remember that one i might have to check it out I, i'm sorry uh, it's probably on hulu somewhere maybe i didn't know the name of it i don't know uh <laughs> uh but similar what you guys have uh with the chemistry the relationship you guys have is similar to that classic show i'm not really sure that's what you guys are going for but that's what your show reminds me of a loving relationship that was fun that has fun and shares your good times thank you thank you okay so here's my question 
what new shows for 2019 have you been watching i took your advice about sherman's showcase and love it oh so good that show is good i have also been watching Southside on comedy central and it's pretty funny too it that's also so good keep stick with it stick with it because it gets it, it takes a while to get the rhythm of Southside because Southside, uh best way i could compare it, think of it like a black simpsons mm-hmm. it's live action but think of it like the simpsons it's a cast of literally like 50 some people like there is no true main like there's episodes where you're like oh this i thought this is the main character and it's not um not that there aren't certain people that are recurring all the time but just there's so many speaking lines so many situations it's uh that is one of my favorite fucking shows i i actually bought that and Southside uh on uh amazon prime because i just was like i have to have this um but uh yeah uh the same uh uh, the same goes uh to both shows um best line i'm gonna need the best line is i'm gonna need you to pick that afro all the way out or pat that all all the way in (laughs) yes like make a choice son me and my (laughs) no halfway me and my friend laughed about that for hours have you been watching david makes man on own that show is so good best new show of the year um i have not been watching that people have been recommending it to me someone's been recommending it to me and bossy on twitter over and over and over again um but i really my my plate is so full right now mm-hmm. might be able to binge it but i heard it's really good i would love to hear a recap from you guys on that show the young man playing david is an unbelievable talent someone please give him all the awards the first two episodes took some getting used to but that third episode where he is acting as three versions of himself is incredible the characters are smart and deep it's not afraid to show of showing black people with depth and feelings being from miami in the south florida area i also love that it takes place in miami area homestead mostly and it shows a south florida that you do not see uh so much on tv people people sometimes forget that south florida is in the south but david makes man shows a more southern side of south florida please consider adding it to your recap list thanks uh thanks for being great and lots of fun thanks jamali uh can't promise we're gonna do that but uh you are uh, like the third or fourth person who um to pitch that show to us um and uh, like i said especially me and bossy so maybe i will watch it at some point though uh no more whack bitches by katanya uh who says happy saturday rod and karen again rod loved your ad libs this week it really lightened up my day thanks so much for both of your reactions and support in regard to me not accepting my former supervisor's offer to be a mentor after finding out that she chose the other candidate over me after making the decision and sending the email i was starting to question myself and feel like i did something wrong however using the tools from talk to therapy to counteract spiraling thoughts i was able to borrow from your life experiences to assuage the negative thoughts looking back on my experience in my old job i realized that my former supervisor did love bomb me and some of my colleagues at the beginning of her tenure she was a professor that was promoted to being a dean of the department so she actually became my supervisor a year uh to me already having uh, being in position in of study abroad advisor one of her work trips allowed her to go to paris and she brought us back each a box of well teas from a well-known brand there also she told the whole staff that she wanted to get to know everyone's biorhythms i.e if they were a morning person or a night person and they worked best so that um she could adjust our working hours to best suit the office and the needs of the students we served after her survey of our office team we were four people in total it turned out that i was the only one she who was a night person and wanted to start wanted a later start time which to her credit 
she allowed me to come in a half hour later than everyone else my other co-workers were coming around 8 30 and i would come in at 9 there was also an international festival that she organized for the school which had a big name artist performance she made sure that all of us in the office got free tickets to go to the performance however then she started to ask us to check our emails on weekends which i was the only one to push back on and a really big flag looking back now uh was that i was on vacation with my family and my co-workers and her sent me a work email and expected me to answer it during vacation Mm-mm. wow and stating all this it really is for the best that i no longer work in that office nor have my former supervisor as a mentor she did not respect my boundaries and, and life outside of the office i didn't realize that i needed it i needed it however thank you to again for validating that i'm not crazy for saying no to her yeah that's the other thing man like <laughs> it's now that it's happened to me a couple of times that love bombing shit dog i actually now have a negative reaction and i had not been thinking about it but i have that's why i think i have a negative reaction to when people really really like me out of nowhere because i'm always like "Eh, okay is this what's the other shoe like when are you gonna cash in your chips on nigga i liked you and now you did something i don't agree with you owe me you know what i mean where it's like what well, i never asked you to do that i never you know i don't you know me i don't ask for shit i don't beg for shit we don't do cash app on tuesdays on the blackout tips like everything is just we do a product if you like that product cool if not we understand that and i've had people do that shit where literally one word one sentence one thing they don't like and now they don't fuck with us no more and i'm like oh i remember when you was all up in the chat i remember when you were mm-hmm. all on my twitter i remember when everything we did was the greatest everything was an email everything and then just one fucking day one thing is just we ain't shit and that's that narcissism shit when someone can go from good to ain't shit that fast it wasn't based it wasn't based on a friendship yeah it's, and a lot of people are dealing with their own mental health issues and shit and i don't need to be a part of that like do your thing i don't gotta be a part of that so. i sure don't random aside try some more trader joe's pumpkin items this week i would also recommend the pumpkin old cereal had it and the trader joe's pumpkin cookies had them the best actually if you haven't had them as yet other random aside rod since your birthday is 9 23 and you're right at the beginning of the libra season have you ever had the experience of people stating that you're a weird libra because your birthday falls on the cusp of virgo libra switch not really nah if anything i'm in the motherfucking pocket of libra i'm the i'm the textbook basic bitch definition of libra (laughs) like everything some white girl named julie believes about herself (laughs) is what the fuck i represent it's it's actually really weird that that's the day like is it the beginning of the time you the most libra or is it the end because i i feel like i'm if it's a libra competition i'm near the beginning of like like i don't even need to know I, i like i thought about doing a reading or something but then i was like i don't even think i need to know my time and rising signs or none of this shit because everything that's just encapsulates libra i'm like that's just me so anyway love you too keep being amazing authentic best katanya thank you thank you and that was the last email um and uh yeah i think that's it for the show you got so. a gift i did mm-hmm. where is it over there on your your le- right here this yes that's not a gift is it yes it oh is. shit well hold it up um okay all right hold on how much time we got three minutes okay okay this is uh says this from the green eye bandit 
dear rod and karen i myself am no basic bitch but when i came across these i thought of you my two favorite white women of color may you put them to good use uh during your self-care days much love will aka the green-eyed bandit okay let's see what these are Ooh, pumpkin spice face mask yes i can't wait to do them with you we're gonna have to tell we're gonna put them on one day and tell everybody about it oh shit Mm-hmm. i want to have sheet. a spa day with you all right well we can uh do facials up in here yeah we can do facials okay you know karen normally don't do facials you know shout out to my man in pennsylvania you know what i'm talking about <laughs> uh all right <laughs> <laughs> just, no i'll do them types of facials <laughs> no, i'm just messing God, call me a prude if you want to mm-hmm. it's that puritanic religion over mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. That's what they ain't nothing but the white man Christianity stopping you from getting a face full of semen, girl. That's all that is. You can keep that cream to yourself. Mm-mm. That's G. See, Jesus don't care. That's well, I do. He probably was going around getting bukkake by all the them wise men and uh and uh all his thirteen apostles and shit. Well, I care. All the men and no women. Come on now. I still care. <laughs> all right, y'all. That's it. We'll talk to y'all later. Till next time. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.